Okay. So today we are finishing this long deep essay. And continuing, we begin by saying, if you remember yesterday's point was very strongly that Tyra is divinity. Tyra is godliness. It doesn't create any creative energies on any of the spiritual world, meaning created godliness, because Tyra is pure godliness that can't even descend itself to create creations of godly energy like angels or souls or things along those lines. In the spiritual world, we have, of course, as we know, the ten divine attributes, and we have each attribute subdivided into these three levels of nefesh, ruch, neshama, spark, spirit, and soul. Spark and spirit are considered creations of godliness, and soul is the godly energy that's the source of the creation. So some levels of soul can create the lower levels within spark or spirit. The Torah can't, because it's pure divinity that can't even lower itself to be that connected to creation. So if so, we have a question. Our question is, in certain Kabbalistic works, it says that through intention, a soul garment is formed, a garment on the level of soul, of the spiritual world. And through Torah study, a garment of spirit, ruach, is formed. Study of Mishnah forms a garment on the spiritual world of Yitzira forming, because that's the world associated with the study of Mishnah. And study of Talmud forms a, soul, a spirit, a ruach garment, in the world of Bria, the world of development, which is the world of Talmud. So we are quoting this Kabbalistic statement because it seems to contradict what we're saying. It's saying that Torah is on the level of spirit, ruach, which we know means creation, godly creation, but creation. And we have been saying yesterday very, very strongly that Torah is so godly, it can't even create from its godly status a creation on the level of spark or spirit. So that says that this doesn't mean Torah herself as she descends downward. She's never descending downward to the plane of spirit or spark. She's pure divinity. She's only on the level of soul. Rather, this means the Tyra studied by man in our world. As we human beings study Tyra and our work ascends upward, it could be on the level of spirit, of Ruach, which is a creation, since it's deriving from creative man and his energy. But the Tyra herself, as she was given at Sinai, the Tyra from above, She's on the level of soul. She's pure divinity. She's never herself descending that she becomes on the level of spirit, which is why the study of Tyra refines spirit. Because since it's a much higher level, a level of soul, of neshama, it can refine this lower creative energies of spirit. On another, another way of answering this question of how we could view Tyra, how this Kabbalistic work could say that Tyra is on the level of spirit, Ruach. So the first answer that the Rebbe gave is, we don't mean when Tyra comes down. We mean when our study goes up, because we're man, we're human, we're created, so our energies can ascend to these created levels. Another way of answering this question is to understand that when Tyra is descending downwards and impacting the various levels, it could be that as she's refining these levels, she's called by their name. Just as, for example, in another direction, we see that when an angel is doing the service of God, he's called by God's name. 
course, normally an angel is not called by God's name. He's an angel. And that's why the angels say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of the host. Holy, kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Meaning holy means separate. God's separate from us. Of course God's separate. They're angels. They're creation. But when they're doing God's mission, they can be called, as an emissary, they can be called by the power of their principle, of their sender, God. So similarly here, when the Torah is refining the levels of spirit of Ruach, it could be called by that name, not that that's Torah's energy, but that's where the Torah powers are reaching and refining. It's called by that name. But what really is in the Torah that's called by that name and is refining the levels of spirit? The Torah goes all the way back within it to contain the infinity of God himself. Torah comes from the level of God's wisdom, within which is the hidden wisdoms of the crown, within which is the infinity of God himself. So when that infinite light is penetrating the level of spirit, of ruach, as it is in the world of development or the world of forming or the world of action, depending on the Torah being found there, Talmud is the world of development, Mishnah is the world of forming, scripture is the world of action, it's refining these levels of created energies with the infinity power of God himself. And, even more significant, to us and in general, when human studies the Torah of all of these levels, we're drawing that infinite light down to this world. So this world can be incorporated and nullified in the divine light, which is much more important to us and in general than how God is refining the spiritual creations of the level of spirit, of the spiritual world, of development or forming or action. Because the bottom line point is this physical world, that's the entire purpose of our creation, to make this world be nullified in God's light. And through the study of Torah, that's what happens, because through our study of Torah, the infinity of God comes down and refines and penetrates the world. And that's why this was the spirit, sorry, this was the service, the spiritual service, of all of the sages who studied in depth the revealed portions of Torah to call forth that divine light to bring it into this world and to refine the energy of this world because the energy of this world, this world in general, is a world of what we call klipas naiga, where there's this admixture of godliness and evil. And through the study of Torah, that admixture of the godliness within the evil and somewhat hidden by the evil and somewhat able to be accessed is refined. And that's our entire purpose for this entire period of exile when we say now the tree of knowledge of good and evil reigns, meaning, as we've learned before, this means that the life force of the world is derived from this klipas naiga, this admixture of good and evil. And what's the purpose of all this? That God should be here. That God should dwell in this world. That's the idea of the Messiah. That God should dwell here and elevate this world. That the oneness of these lower realities can be confused with the oneness of God himself. That's what we're doing. So if you contrast this with love and fear, even like the love and fear of the angels, which is quite high, that's not bringing God down. That's sending something up. That's considered departure. In other words, like the angel who's so full of longing and self-confession to God and he's loving, loving, loving God or fearing, fearing, fearing God, he's just sending something up. If you remember, we discussed this earlier. We don't want the light to ascend and the vessel to stay behind. That's, that's death. So we don't want that. That's not the intent for, for man either. I mean, the Rebbe is speaking of an angel, but the same applies to man. We don't want man to be full of love and fear of God 
and not put it in the vessel, in the vehicle of Torah or commandment. That's, that's death. That's spiritual death. That's spending up the light and leaving the vessel behind. We want, conversely, to bring God down here. And that's what we do as we learn. And from this, we can understand why, even if someone is studying without proper intent, that was the original Kabbalistic quote that we quoted in the beginning of today's piece, we said, with intent, it's the energy of soul, but without proper intent, it's only the energy of spirit. That was our original question of today. So here you are, a Jew, studying Torah, without proper intent. How are you creating an angel? An angel is divinity, a created divinity. How can such a study, which is only on the level of spirit, not divinity at all, how can it create an angel? But now we understand. Because even though you are studying without proper intent, cause within that Tyra. And that's why the Tyra has that power to create angels, even when studying by you, not so focused on God, just doing what you know you're supposed to do and sort of spacing out and sort of studying, like spiritually spacing out. You're, you're learning and you understand what you're learning. You're not spiritually really focused and still you're creating angels. Do you imagine the power when you are spiritually focused? So with this, we conclude this long, deep essay that had much content in terms of what we accomplish in this world and how our service brings God down and changes the reality and creates Mashiach, creates the Messiah.